five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Cersei, and we're I Rewatch iCarly. An iCarly Rewatch podcast. Every week, we dissect the mechanics and themes of each episode, deep dive into the cast and crew, and give a comedic critique to, to the, the iconic, iconic 2007 Nickelodeon staple. Be sure to stay tuned until the end when we reveal who the pod babe of the week is. Welcome back to another episode of Kumar's Gay. Oh, Yes, for 11 years. What? I know. Out? Out. Like, he's been out for 11 years. Yeah. And I just found out on this episode of Ivory Watch iCarly when I went on IMDb to look up stuff about iCarly and then I saw iconic gay people and then Kumar was there and I was like, what? Yep. He's been gay. Well, he hasn't been, like, out. I mean, he's been out to, like, his family and everybody who, like, knows him, just not to the public. So he's been out but not out out. Right. His partner is very private. So he was, like, respecting him. Like, it wasn't... Oh, I know he's familiar with his partner's privates. Oh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Another win for the gays. Hell yeah. Another win for the burnout gays. Let's go to White Castle to celebrate. White Castle. White Castle sales immediately <laughs> go up after this. Just with a bunch of queers. A bunch of baguettes. Yeah. Speaking of, we got canceled by yeah. a gay for saying baguette. <laughs> we did. We did. And yeah. then we were like, we're fucking gay. And then he was like, I'm yeah. gay and I'm allowed to say what I want. And we were like, we're gay and we're allowed to say what we want. And then he said, bye. Yeah. But people agree with us on the TikTok. That means we're right. Yeah. The internet says yes. Guys, we made it through our first attempt at canceling us. This is a big deal. We are truly going to be the Azalea Banks of podcasters who just don't, we don't go down. I'm scared. We don't go down. I'm scared because we got a lot of new listeners. And they're going through, and as we've said, we're pretty we're pretty shocked that we're not canceled yet. Um. Well, last time I checked, we're both we're we're both gay and neurodivergent, and um, I'm I'm disabled. I can't <laughs> use my right hand right now, and um, um, Natalie is disabled because she's glasses, so that's really hard for her. <laughs> so um, you can't cancel us. I'm also illiterate, so <laughs> she can't weed. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Oh my god, I can't even read. Okay, are we going to talk about iCarly? Yeah, you know what? Let's talk about iCarly. Great point. What fucking episode is this? Season 1, episode 23. 23. <laughs> the title is iCarly Saves TV. Do they? Question mark? To be determined. It was released June 13th, 2008. Oh, summer 6th grade. Oh, summer 6th grade. <laughs> my brother was... 10 days and eight years old. Shut um. the hell up. <laughs> Shut the front door. Someone born in 2008 should not be a walking, talking human. No, he was, he was, he was eight years and 10 days old. I oh just had to God. do it backwards because I was like, I, yeah, he was not 10. He was I born in 2000. You said he was like 10 days old. He was eight years and 10 days. I just said it. Yeah, that's how good my listening skills first. are, everybody. That's that's called being mentally handicapped yeah. because you're neurodivergent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, less about my brother, more about the director. Yeah, 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 The director of this episode is none other than Steve Hofer, who we know has directed quite literally every other episode of this show. Get a job. Why are you always on the iCarly set, dude? Come on. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Jake Farrow wrote this episode. (laughs) He also wrote 
I scream on <gasps> Halloween and I am your biggest fan. Famously, if you're a listener who's been following us for a while, you would know that I scream on Halloween is the first episode where me and Nat were like, hmm, didn't. Yeah. Didn't really like this one. And then when I am your biggest fan came about, we were both like, huh? Yep. Why don't we like this one either? And then it was like, oh, it's written by the same person. And you know what? I hated this one, too. Yes, it had the exact same things wrong with it where it finishes and you're like, what? It's done. Right. Oh, my God. The resolutions are forced. There is no resolution. There is no resolution. There is no resolution in any of the three episodes. Resolution will not pass. It just happens. Yeah. Like the episode just occurs. Much like my life. You know, there's no plot. There's no hero. There's no villain. It's just fucking vibes. It's just vibes. Explain the vibes. What happened? Explain it. Well, you know, a big TV studio wants to buy iCarly and turn them into a TV show. What could possibly go wrong with that? You know, I can't really see anything going wrong with that. That's it, you know? That seems pretty solid. No, on iCarly, nothing ever goes wrong. You know, I think turning in I think turning an internet web show into into a TV show, it always works. It worked for Smosh. It worked for um Miranda Sings. Oh, it worked mm-hmm. with um mm-hmm. Boom Headshot. What was that? Boom Headshot. Uh, pure Pure Ponage. Pure Ponage works with Pure Ponage. That's right. I'm a gamer girl. I'm a fucking gamer girl. Jeremy and Kyle. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Natalie's like, I don't know what's going on. I left the chat. I'm so sorry. Well, re-enter the chat, cause where are we? We are at the iCarly Studio. The girls introduced the web show by blowing some noisemakers. Then we pan out to reveal a girl laughing while watching her party. Her hotshot TV exec dad comes in and explains, if daddy doesn't come up with some TV shows that people your age like, daddy's going to get fired, have no more money, and then you'll starve. He plays a horribly boring TV show, then just leaves the room. She turns that fuck shit off and immediately goes back to iCarly, where Sam is using an air inflator to blow up a watermelon. The dad exec comes Mm -hmm. back in with some random chick, and they're both disappointed to find her watching iCarly instead of the new show he was trying to show her. The girl pleads, it's lame, daddy. And the woman repeats, it's lame, daddy. (laughs) Then tells him he should try making a show like the one on the internet. You know, the one your daughter's laughing at. Freddie gets his pants blown up a wooga by the air machine, and even the dad exec finds himself laughing at iCarly. What a paragraph. <laughs> what a paragraph. Okay, I just want to say that I hated the grown woman Misogynist. calling the grown man. I hate grown women. They should stay little girls. There should not be not one grown woman in this entire show at all. Only children. <laughs> I hated that the grown woman was calling the grown man daddy in front of the child. I hated it. I don't care that it wasn't like daddy. It was still too much. It's lame, daddy. I loved it. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I like fully. I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. For all this episode's flaws, it was a highlight. Okay. All right. Yeah, the bar is low, so I guess, yeah, it was a highlight. <laughs> also, that little girl. Yeah? Yeah. She's the chick who dragged her friend into the forest and stabbed her to death with her other two best friends in How to Get Away with Murder. 
Is that the only one that you looked up? You didn't look up anything else? I don't think I needed to. I think that performance speaks for itself. And we can move on. I actually recognize her from something else because I was sitting there and I was like, "Okay, Corky." I know. I'm sorry. So like, I noticed her from something more niche, <laughs> like a little different. Like, I'm really not like you. Honestly, I would not say niche. No, but <laughs> I was like, she looks really familiar. What is she from? Her name is Samantha Hanrady, who has been in many things. Like Cersei said, she was in How to Get Away with Murder. She was also in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, where she played Holly. The Vampire Diaries, where she played Violet. But what I recognize her from is from Shameless, where she played Cassidy. Is she in the later part of Shameless? Yes. She's Carl's girlfriend, like the crazy girlfriend who they get married and then he she like camps Spoiler out outside alert. of like- Spoiler alert. I, yeah, well- You mm. know that they filmed Shameless like at my college? Really? Yeah, it's filmed on the south side of Chicago. They film it at UIC. Like the fucking- you know when 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 Lip goes to college and he's like fucking um he's like in those hallways made out of glass. Yes. Yeah, that's my that's UIC. That's crazy. I resent that show because they hired a bunch of people with New York accents to play people from Chicago. I'm sorry. Still a good show. Still a good show. I stopped at season like 8 a while ago and so I'm finishing it now and that's why I recognize her cuz it's like fresh in mm-hmm. my brain too. Oh yeah, cuz your brain usually wouldn't extend that far back in time. Absolutely not. When they go to put the air into Freddie's pants, Carly goes, yeah, pump up the pants. <laughs> and then Freddie's like, no, no, that's too much air. My pants can't take it. And his pants explode and there's just a <laughs> and smoke and brown fabric fly around. Why did Carly say it like that? Pump up the pants. She's trying so hard to be cool. She's like, pump up the pants. Like you could hear the D and duh. Pump up the pants. I was like, Carly. She's always trying way too hard to be cool. Honestly, this little girl, like, she is a tryhard. <laughs> it's embarrassing for her. We're begging her to have personality, and then she, like, does one different thing, and we're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, ew, not like that. Not like that. We didn't mean it like that, stupid. <laughs> too far. Also, we ended last episode with something down Fred's pants, and now we're starting this episode with something down Fred's pants. Uh- I did not even notice that. Yep. What I want to know is why are you thinking about what's going in Freddie's pants so much? Uh-uh, uh-uh, I am not thinking about Everybody it. They are making me think about it. TikTok. <laughs> They're making me. Dan Schneider is holding me hostage and making me think about Fred's pants. Damn, you know Dan Schneider on like an intimate basis. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I visit him at Bimbo Penitentiary <laughs> every single day. I'm banned from that place. I'm his guard. <laughs> I I run it. I run it. I'm the guard. I'm also the warden. The warden. I run it. I'm the guard. No, I said oh. and I'm a guard. And this is yeah. See, you don't listen to me. I'm disabled. <laughs> I have, like, listening <laughs> comprehension issues, okay? <laughs> okay, listen to this. No. La, that boy's la, penis la, is la. blown up. I don't want to hear about a boy's <laughs> P-word. It's P-word is shredded, deceased. It's gone. It's blown to pieces. You see what that did to that watermelon? It's not like he was going to use it anyway. Um, come on. <laughs> okay. Figure not when he's still wearing those platform <laughs> shoes, that's for sure. <laughs> trying to get some pussy and some platform shoes. I don't know why you're getting rejected, dude. 
Me and the chicks are wearing Ugh. the same set of heels. It's a great <laughs> conversation starter. TV Daddy is played by David Starzik. Daddy. Daddy. Starzik, that's Polish. Ooh, <laughs> Polak Daddy. Ooh. Krava baby. So she's listening. Ooh, she doesn't listen to me, but now she's listening. <laughs> I only speak Polish. <laughs> Just pretending to know English. Polish TV daddy is... <laughs> Polish TV daddy. Has been in a ton of different things, including Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where he played Professor Arthur Carlin, Days of Our Lives, Seventh Heaven, Seventh where he played Heaven. Rose's dad, which we already talked about as one of our favorites, both of ours. Veronica Mars, where he played Richard Casablanca's, and he was also in Victorious, where he played Principal Eichner. So he was in another Dan Schneider fucking show of all of those i just want to ask you one question yeah did you ever watch veronica mars uh it sounded really familiar but i don't think i actually have it's like a Kristen bell show it's one of those things that like everyone has seen never seen it too quirky for that yeah i'm a little off the mainstream if you know what i mean (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen it but it definitely sounded really familiar and when i looked it up and saw that Kristen bell was in it i was like have i seen this But I don't think I have. I don't think you have either. Anyway, in class, Carly and Sam are learning about literally the most useless shit from their teacher, who is played by the one, the only, Lisa K. Wyatt. You might know her as Lynn, Kevin's brief romantic interest from The Office, but she also had small roles in Donnie Darko, The Box, not to be confused with my coochie, and my personal favorite because it's one of my favorite horror movies, The Crazies. But I can't watch it anymore because it gives me anxiety and nightmares. Ooh. She's had over 30 single episode roles in various TV shows. Some of the more exciting ones are Bones, Shameless. Again, Shameless, Shameless. Again, Shameless, Shameless. I was just going to say, I feel like that happens all the time where there's mm-hmm. multiple like actors on these episodes that have been in the same show. You know, we should start looking at the casting director because casting directors usually remember people. And so they'll, they'll bring them oh. into their, all the shows that they're working on. Ooh. But beyond Shameless, also Mad Men, Ugly Betty, The O.C., Third Rock from the Sun, and a personal favorite because it's based in Seattle, Frasier, and so many more. Look at that. Fun fact, she started her comedy career in 97, a year after I was born, on Second City's Headlines and News, which was the first daily comedy web show ever. So... Take that, iCarly. Take that. She doesn't need you. Also, I love how you said most useless shit ever when it's biology. Yeah. Like, they're learning the fucking kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. As soon as I saw that on the board, I literally got, like, PTSD. Like, I was transported back I into fucking, high school I knew you were going to try to fucking defend this. I don't give a shit. This is so useless. <laughs> when when do you ever use this? You you work in a. F- I mean, yeah. I don't disagree. Like I I don't use it because I didn't go into like regular biology shit like that. I have a different degree. This is only useful to zoologists. In the middle of this woman's useless lecture, confirmed by a forensic scientist. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Polish TV daddy busts in donning a suit and some killer shades. Yeah, man. And goes, I've come for Carly Shay and her friends, Sam and Freddie. The teacher goes, 
You can't just barge in my classroom and demand to take children away without proper... I run a television network. Oh, okay. Help yourself. <laughs> She's like, why didn't you say so? <laughs> take take him away. I don't know. I don't want to see him ever again. Unless you're on my TV. No. <laughs> I am still waiting for this to happen to me. I hate... I. It's definitely this show that planted the seed in my head that was like, yep, one day. Yeah. One day someone's just going to be like... You ever heard of HBO? Heard you got a pilot. <laughs> we want it, baby. We want it. Come and take nope, it. Nope, never happened. No, nope. This is also hilarious because the dude doesn't even whisk the kids away to another room. Like, he just plops right down and starts talking to them mid-lesson in front of all of these other fucking kids. It's a power move. It, I mean, it is. He's just like, you want to have a web show on the TV? <laughs> You want to have a TV show? <laughs> a web show on the TV. Oh, who, who's illiterate now? TV Daddy tells the gang that he wants to turn iCarly into a hit TV show. Awooga! And the gang is pumped. Woo, woo, woo! But Carly says she needs to check with Spencer first. Spencer comes running into the classroom with his hands full of random fruit saying he picked them up on the way over. Okay, imagine being a non-famous kid in this class just like... <laughs> watching this occur being like wow i truly am not shit well that's what i'm saying like they didn't even go into another room like they didn't go into an empty classroom they didn't go into the limo they weren't like hey we have your brother here let's go talk in the hallway they were just like fuck all you non-famous kids who don't have a fucking web show this is your fault choke you're gonna watch this so you didn't want to have a web show here are the consequences (laughs) feel like shitting biology and die (laughs) We are in a TV daddy's Uh office, and he's trying to sell the kids. He's trying to sell them. Oh, my God. We've got a human trafficker. Wait, I was reading that wrong. He is trying to sell the kids on turning iCarly into a hit TV show by telling them that if they sign with TVS, they can ride in a limo whenever they want. He says that they're going to recreate the iCarly studio in the TV studio for them, but Carly is worried how Freddy is going to fit in, and Sam only cares about what kind of food they're going to be having on set. TV daddy <laughs> asks Carly if she's in. She goes, a TV show? Limos? Ribs? I'm not stupid. Yeah, I'm in. And the whole gang goes wild uh tvs is a ripoff of tbs <laughs> and and i hate it that it's literally do just TV. you not know what a parody is why do you hate why do you hate a fun reference so much it's not fun that's the thing is that it's not fun it's just tvs they couldn't have picked anything else could they- you imagine could you imagine if i was like it was like oh scary movies a ripoff of scream god they couldn't have picked anything else that's a joke that's the okay point. no but that's the whole point like the scary movie movie is a satire movie yeah and tvs is a satire of tbs yeah but they couldn't have it's just tvs yeah and that's funny it's like you change one letter and then it's literally just tv did you laugh i smiled tell me right now did you laugh i said hmm mm. Okay, Jake Farrow sympathizer. Maybe I am. <laughs> wow. You've changed. You've changed since two weeks ago. Yeah, my right arm doesn't fucking work. That does something to a girl. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sending you to Bimbo Penitentiary with them. I told you I'm fucking banned. Just... They won't let me in. I can commit all the crimes I want. <laughs> I'll build a new one. I'll build a new Bimbo Penitentiary, the sequel. <laughs> Wait, is that Bino Penitentiary? <laughs> Bino, 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 Bino Penitentiary. That's where people have like a brain, brain dysfunction goes. I live there already. 
That's, That's where, where I'm you podcasting are. from. I'm in Benno right now. We are live from Benno Penitentiary. We are re-recorded from Benno Penitentiary. This just in, Cersei is in Benno Penitentiary. Help, come Sharding save herself. Me. Hi, my name's Cersei and I shit myself. Yeah. Hi, my name's Cersei and I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love how the TV people were literally going to sign these kids without any adults present. Like, yeah, they got Spencer. I guess he's an adult. Um, previous episodes would beg to differ. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess, like, legally, he is of age to be an adult. But, like, anything else, I don't, I don't know. Legally, so am I. But we all know I'd be shitting my pants like a baby. <laughs> better and worse than Spencer, I guess. But... Like, what about Freddie's parents? What about Sam's Where's parents? Where's Freddie's dad? Like, how Let's is this legal? <laughs> yeah. Where is Freddie's dad? That's a great question. I don't know, but even Miss B, like, she tries to come in and the dude's like, oh, yeah, sure, I guess you can fucking be here, even though your your child is about to sign a legal contract with us. Like, how is this legal? It's not. Why is this the second episode where adults are scamming children into legal contracts without parents or guardians or lawyers present? Why? It's a conspiracy on Nickelodeon and Dan Schneider's behalf to make kids think that they Ugh. don't have rights. It's full circle. It's it's so that he could get the kids to send in the videos yes. of them doing shit. Yes. Wow. Wow. We are uncovering so much. We're on to you, Dan Schneider. We're on to you, Dan and Jake Farrow and Steve Ho-fer. That's right. Ho-fer. That's right. Ho. That's right. Slut-fer. <laughs> Slut-ho-fer. That's right. Whore-fer. That's right. skank fer <laughs> anyway, when TV Daddy is talking to the kids about the limo, Spencer is fixated on the soda that he found in the limo, asking what country it came from. He's like, this soda is sweet like berries. Isn't all soda sweet like berries? <laughs> Isn't that the fucking point of soda? Yeah, I mean, good soda at least. Oh, wait, have you ever had like Lithuanian soda? I'm going to have to say no. Tastes like ass. It's like soda, but not sweet. <laughs> but not in the same way that beer is like soda, but not sweet. It's like ass. It's like bubbly ass. Wait, what do you mean beer is like soda, but not sweet? Beer is like soda. It's bubbly. It's a bubbly drink. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look like really... Like, your brain is experiencing something painful. Um, because it is. <laughs> have you never thought that beer is just not sweet soda? No, I'm going to be honest. I've never had that thought before. I don't like that. Well, beer, it will mead, mead, beer, it's like the first, it was like the first form of carbonation. Like, carbonation via fermentation was the only way to get it prior to, like, modernity. So it's like... They got the idea to make beverages bubbly from the fermentation that happens when you make beer. So soda is just sweet beer that's not fermented, basically. Hmm. I, this is a lot to think about, and I think I need to reflect on this, so I'm going to move on for now. Okay, let's take a quick break so I can grab another, <laughs> another, another actual alcohol. Another soda beer. <laughs> is my mic picking me up? Yeah. My legs are sweaty. Can I take my pants off? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, just know you're being recorded right now, but... I mean, you can't see my app. Can you see me? I can see you right now. Can, like, can you see my coochie? Can you see my coochie or my butt? Say yes. I think it's dark. 
Get, I can't see anything. Bet you wish you could. Ooh, you you know it. Um, I want to ask you, did you recognize the bottle that Spencer was drinking out of? Yes, because I resent it. I hate the brand. I hate everyone who drinks it. It's a weird rich girl drink. Oh, okay. I was staring at it and I was like, I know that this is a legitimate brand and they just took off the label and I could not think of what the brand name was. It was driving me crazy. I was Googling. I was like bubble shaped soda bottle. What is brand name? Purple red (laughs) soda with bubble bottle. I literally like you should see my search history. I looked up every possible thing to figure out what the brand name was. And then I finally found it and it's called Palm. And I literally, I saw it and I was like, holy shit, yes, that's what it's fucking called. It bothered me for like two days since watching this because I couldn't think of the I'm name. Like, I saw it and I literally rolled my eyes and all I could think of, I was like, hey, I hate bitches that drink palm. Like it pisses me off. <laughs> and then I look at your notes and it's like, what is this drink? What is it? It's like purple, red. What is it? It's in the same bottle. Fuck, <laughs> I can't think of the name. What the- I found it. It's called palm. <laughs> I was like. Man, I wish that soda brand would escape my memory. It's like a juice. I don't even think it's a soda. I think it's like a juice. Yeah, it's it's like a juice. I mean, I never had it. I've never drank it. I'm not one of those bitches. I just saw the bottle like, and it's- I swear, I swear, I'm not one of those bitches. I'm not. Please don't hate me. Please don't. It's so expensive. It's like $7 yeah. for a little one. Yes. Well, they're like tiny as fuck and they're just a weird bottle. Like, it's just juice. You like- don't need pomegranate juice in your life. Like, I'm going to tell that to everyone here right now. I'm going to destroy their <laughs> marketing scheme. Do it. You don't need pomegranate juice. Get some fucking OJ like a normal person. That's it. Palm bankrupt right now. DV Polish Daddy showing the gang new <laughs> iCarly set in the iCarly band in the iCarly studio. In the studio. He introduces the keyboard player Harper the gang and it turns out he's a huge fan of the show they go to start rehearsing and fred starts counting down and in five four three um that's actually not your job little fred it's the director's job (laughs) now he's french (laughs) (laughs) job is the director's job no He's actually in Paris. He took a quick trip to Paris. No, we're not taking him to Paris. He's evil. He's evil. Too big. That's true. That's true. Who the hell is Harper? (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you asked. Harper is played by Leon Thomas III. Hell yeah. Who most people will probably know him as Andre Harris from Victorious. But he was also in the Backyardigans where he voiced Tyrone. Oh my god. He was also in Satisfaction where he played Mateo and Insecure where he played Eddie. Hell yeah. Fun fact is he actually started writing and producing for artists and won a Grammy in 2014 for co-writing a song on Tony Braxton's (gasps) album Love, Marriage, and Divorce. And and he produced three songs on Drake's new album that just came out, Certified Lover Boy. And he also co-wrote Bad Baby's song, Geeked. <laughs> hey, Leon Thomas III, do you want a spot at Cersei X and X, Natalie X, Sing X, Really X, Good X? Because we are about to be dropping some hits and bangers. And we we, we want to collab on this, dude. We want to collab. We, we heard Geeked. And we want to collab. Actually, I hate to say it, but Bad Baby's music is good. <laughs> it's good. Especially Geeked. Geek is, Geek is a good one. I love that, that best friend one. Bestie. I don't know that song. Go bitch, go bitch, go bestie. Oh, yes. Messy. Go bestie. I'm a fucking bet. Go bestie. I love that song. Yes. 
I do. That's a good one, too. You're right. Go cut it, go cut it, go money. <laughs> so good. You guys, my rap career is on the horizon. X Cersei X raps X really good X. Yeah. Look out for it on CERN Clared. <laughs> Co-written by Leon Thomas III. <laughs> Produced by Natalie R. Collins. <laughs> also. I don't want to know. The, I don't want to know. The director no! is actually played by no! none other then Steve Hofer himself. Ah, the devil! The devil appeared before me! <laughs> the devil I exercise came. him! <laughs> I rebuke the devil! The power of not being a pedophile compels you! <laughs> the power of I rewatch iCarly compels you! <laughs> we just go to like pedophiles in fucking Binbo Penitentiary. <laughs> The power of our podcast compels you. I don't know why. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say the power of our pussy compels you. I mean that too. I mean, yeah, you know. Pussy's a powerful thing. It is, especially ours. Harper reveals that his fave iCarly moment is when Sam tied Fred to the chair and shaved off his eyebrow. And Sam's like, aw, thanks. I was just improvising. And Carly's like, she has anger issues. Us, literally us. <laughs> like us wrecking each other. <laughs> we are just improvising. Yeah. Uh, it was just improv. <laughs> Me, every time you scream, she just has anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, Miss Sam, Miss Improv Queen. She's like, yeah, really, you know, thank you so much. It really was not that big of a deal. Like, I just came up with it on a whim. <laughs> I think I saw her on Second City. I think she actually wrote all of SNL. I don't, I don't, I don't disbelieve that. The girlies start off rehearsal by pretending to be an obnoxious teenage girl fighting with her mean mother. Mom, buy me a car. No. Mom. No. And then they introduce Harper, who starts singing an original song he wrote for them. Ooh. Carly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam. Yeah. And guess what it's called? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> it's called Carly. Oh, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Creative. Genius. But why won't you write me a song? Um... Cersei, oh, and Natalie, yeah. Why, you put yourself. I just wrote that right now. You put yourself in your own song. It's about the two of us. It's a love song about the two Why of us. Why didn't you say Cersei, oh, and me, yeah? It's so weird to say your own name. Oh, my God. First, you want me to write you a song, and then I do, and now you're critiquing my song. Can I just write one or not? Why are you so defensive? You should really let your guard down, Natalie. Because it's my original work. Okay. I didn't know you wrote songs okay. for Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, I did, actually. And Tony Braxton. Wow. And I wrote one for you. For you? But you didn't like it. Yeah, sorry. I have taste. For you, I'm going to let you hit it for free. Sorry. <laughs> I only like music by Cersei X Sings X Really X Good X. <laughs> Whatever you just wrote was trash. Damn. I guess I'll take it off the new album of Cersei X Produces X. Cersei X Record Label. <laughs> I would never produce that shit. Stop lying. Fred and uh, fucking Francais de Day are behind <laughs> the camera. And Fred tries to tell them, hmm, 
I think we need to dim the lights. But Daddy is not having any of it. And he's like, "Uh, you got to work your way up to producing lights. And Fred's like, well, what can I produce now? And Daddy's like, hmm, why don't you go produce me a bagel? You're telling me you didn't laugh at that? I smiled. That was like, (laughs) I had a full on giggle. I did. I liked it. You know, just because Fred is getting put in his place. I thought it was a funny play on words. I I enjoyed the comedy writing. I giggled. I thought it was a good setup and a nice payoff. I had a good laugh. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. So sue me. I I will. I will. Word play. All right. I'll see you in court in Bimbo Penitentiary Court. In Bimbo Penitentiary Court. Why's the court got a penitentiary? Who knows? Who knows? But we are back at the Shea apartment. Then most a dollar. And Miss B shows up at There's the Shea apartment with some snacks. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> She shows up at the Shea apartment with some snacks that she made for Fred out of habit and wants Spence to share them with her since Fred has gone at rehearsal. Hold on. Let me pause you right there. Since Miss B is so fucking maternal, why doesn't she take Sam in? Sam is begging for an ounce of motherliness. (laughs) Um, She won't fucking cook her any food? I think because she's terrified of Sam and Sam would burn her house down. Grow some fucking nuts. Grow some nuts and take care of the girl. I think that Sam and Fred would fuck in her house, and I don't think that she can handle that. Like, not just fuck, like, Sam would dominate Fred in in the She's home. Like, I'm the only one who dominates my son. <laughs> not in my home. <laughs> not in my apartment in Seattle. Not in my Christian household. Christ lives here. <laughs> Spence reluctantly agrees, and when Miss B says that their cucumber is filled with low-fat yogurt and celery, Spence gives an excuse as to why he can't eat them, but before he even finishes speaking, Miss B shoves a cucumber into his mouth, waiting for his review on the snack. And he's just like, uh, yeah, it's good. When Miss B turns around, Spencer spits the cucumber out and chucks it across the room. This, this was the one time I genuinely laughed this entire episode. This, this, this. It was, it was pretty funny. Like, why did he throw it so hard? Because Jerry Trainer commits. He did. When Jerry Trainer does a bit, he commits. He commits. The couch is like two feet away from the door. Like, it's not, that he's so, he put so much effort into it. 10 out of 10, Jerry. 10 out of 10. This was genuinely fucking hilarious. He was throwing like a first fucking, an MLB pitch fucking fastball out there you know what my brother's initials are what mlb Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) he was throwing a cersei's brother pitch out there (laughs) mrs b and spence start talking about how lonely it is without the beloved son and sister home violence starts playing spencer says that he's been working on his laundry and mrs b offers to help him and doesn't let him say no she picks up his undies and asks (gasps) Why doesn't this have your name sewn in them? And he says, well, I'm a grown man. But it's too late. Mm. Mrs. B tells him that she's going to go get her sewing kit and he will be finishing the cucumber snacks. (laughs) A grown man? Where? When? Who? How? He's like a a grown man. By legal definition. Mm -hmm. He's a grown boy. I would say. Uh, mm, he's big. He's an adult baby. Yeah. He's a big baby. Yeah. Big 
baby. Big baby is a guy named Sonin Underwear. <laughs> I'm just so fucking tired. Take a nap. Of Spencer Baby. Go to sleep. <laughs> she dead. All right, wake me up when it's over. All right, I'll, ta- I'll take it from here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> take it away. On the iCarly TV set, not to be confused with a normal iCarly set. With the iCarly web show set. <laughs> Carl's and Samster are closing up their rehearsal, queuing up Harper's sign-off jam. Wow. Daddy wants to talk to the girlies <gasps> alone. Ooh, Daddy. Daddy says he loved it, but he wants to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Like, Harper? No more talkie talk. Oh, and he wants to add a character. <gasps> Who? Ooh. A dinosaur named Zemo! Their testing said kids, like, love dinosaurs. Sam ends up beating this dino's ass with a boom mic. I think that's beautiful. Okay, Sam did not just beat the dino's ass. She beat him within inches of his life. (laughs) (laughs) And the best part is that she is just beating this dino's ass for, like, two minutes. And everyone is just standing around watching. And then it takes three adults and carly to pull her off of him she's a bad bitch she's a certified baddie and carly was just standing there watching it happen until the adult stepped in and she's like all right yeah you know i guess i'll help you know if y'all want to get murdered too i'm not going in there by myself i mean carly was being an entrepreneur she was like this is good content (laughs) this is real good content are are the cameras rolling are y'all getting this Somebody, call- this is the Maury show yeah. before the Maury show. <laughs> Carly Shay is Maury. Yeah. Zebo, <laughs> you are the father. Time to get me with a boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Also, Zebo is a rip off Barney. It's not a rip off <laughs> reference. It's a rip off. It's, it's a dollar store Walmart Barney. It's a reference. No, it's not. It's a rip off. Do you know what parody? This bitch would watch Austin Powers and be like, "Why is this like a rip off of 007? Why?" <laughs> it would be a parody if it was funny, but I did not laugh. You didn't laugh at her beating its ass? No, I laugh. I didn't laugh at it being Barney. But that's the point. You put Barney in a situation where he's going to get his ass beat. Barney's not funny. Barney getting his ass beat. A little comical. A little comical. All right. Fine. 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 That's right. I won. I won. I won it. Another thing I just want to talk about. Mm -hmm. The fact that they said the singular black kid on the show talked too much and cut his lines racist mm-hmm yep i didn't want to say it racism but it needed to be said i will say it i'll be the one to say it racist but here, here here's the thing oh no here we go get uh, the cell is open in bimbo <laughs> penitentiary waiting for you I, i'm here to escort you i'm ready standing guard i'm like was this sort of like because the thing is it's happening on the tv show so it's like they're sort of recognizing that on tv shows like black voices are like diminished you know? Yeah. But then also, this is the only, like, black person, like, literally that's been on the show thus far with a speaking role? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, thus far. Thus far? We say thus? We have degrees? <laughs> Come on. I'm not. I'm literate. <laughs> All right. Let's not stress the truth that much. <laughs> um, I kind of agree with you, actually, when you're framing it that way, because a lot of things that they do 
in the show in general and especially this particular episode pokes fun at TV like companies. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, because it's true. Because they're they're trying to demonize like the way that like children's media handles creating their content. Well, and really any like media company yeah. or anything, like they control everything and they want to make it perfect, but they're so out of touch with what people actually want to see. Yeah. But I just feel like like giving it the benefit of the doubt that it's like I a know. commentary is negated because there just are also like barely any people of color on iCarly. Yes. Zero speaking roles for black people until this episode. And any people of color that are on iCarly, are the they the make fun of yeah. and they stereotype. Yeah. Like there's so many things that they do themselves that they're trying to poke fun at other people if that's what they're doing that it like completely negates itself even if that is exactly what they're doing here. Yeah. It almost makes it worse if they're acknowledging that hey this is what happens in tv guess what we also low-key did (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um yeah right racism racism yeah we're back yeah racism racism all right racism when tv daddy asks to talk to the girlies alone harper asks if he can drive his porsche around tv daddy's like how old are you harper's like 14 and daddy goes drive slow and hands him the keys um, hello? Hello? 911? Hello, this is 911. You called? Bimbo Penitentiary? Can somebody come pick him up? I can get a car. <laughs> I can get a car and send someone to beat him up. What do you need? Where are your cross streets? Hello? We're at the iCarly studio. Oh, oh <laughs> say no more. We get a lot of calls from over there. Wee-wee-wee-wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> Get in, bitch. Get in, TV daddy. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent, TV daddy. Anything you say, again, it will be held against you in the court of law. TV daddy. <laughs> Inside the dino costume. Who? 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 None other. None other. Than a bald man. Not a bald man. Who doesn't have to take this. He did four episodes of Full House, you know. <laughs> This is the first time that they reference something in real life by its actual name and not a parody of some kind. So kudos to y'all. Are we 100% positive he didn't say pull house and we misheard him? <laughs> you know, the sister to full house, it's pull house. Pullman you know, estate. You know, Cersei, have you ever heard of a parody before? I don't understand why you don't think anything is funny. I'm I'm failing to see how that relates to what any, like anything that just occurred. Because I want it to relate. All right. Well, I made a really funny history joke with Pullman States, and you like didn't even notice. You know, I don't know anything. I don't. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Moving on. Who played the bald man? Well, Baldy Zebo, aka Ethan, is played by Dan Diamacol, who was not. The father! (laughs) I was hoping you'd say that. (laughs) He was not in four episodes of Full House. A liar. Fucking liar. Bimbo penitentiary. Go. Get in! Baldy Zero. (laughs) You're going up in a penitentiary! (laughs) Him and TV Daddy are in the van together. But he did have a few singular episode roles in some shows like Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy, and CSI Cyber. I can't believe they just lied like that. That show fucked up. 
Yeah. Like, what was the point in making that joke if it's not even true? You couldn't even get oh. an actor that was in Full House. You want the truth in this house. Fucking fraud. Fakes and liars. Fraud. Steve Ho Fur. Jack Sparrow. Go. Foolish daddy says anyone can play Zeebel. Hey, Harper, put this thing on. Harper says hell to the motherfucking no. But daddy just grabs his snout after putting the Zeebo mask on him and says, we have a contract and you'll play whatever I tell you to play. Okay. And you know that this was serious because there wasn't a laugh track after. You could hear a pin drop. You always got to check to see. You never really know if it's a joke or serious, but when the laugh track goes. Silence. It was serious. Dead serious. Yeah, my I'm t- my anus shriveled when that happened. I was like, whoa, wait, no laugh track? That was serious? It was scary. Like, okay. All right, Ooh, TV daddy. <laughs> Calm down. Carly is concerned about who's going to play keyboard now that Harper is Zebo, And daddy explains that it's all good because they're nixing the band completely. Ooh. Sam calls daddy stupid. <laughs> And Carly asks, how long until he dresses me up as a dinosaur and calls me Carbo? Carbo. It's kind of funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. I liked it. It was a little funny. What would I be? Serbo? Natbo? You would also be Carbo. Why would I be Carbo? Oh, sir. I guess Serbo. Why? Do you think my name is Carsey? Do you literally think my name is Carseat? Yes, Miss Carseat. Sit the fuck down. Breaking news. Everybody, my birth certificate has been leaked. Everybody <laughs> wanted it just like they wanted Obama. It's car seat. Car seat. It's no longer shirty. It's car seat. Hey, my name's car seat and I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Miss Car Seat. Fred comes. Fred comes? That's inappropriate. No, he doesn't have a penis anymore. Remember, he can't come. <laughs> he just comes through like a gaping bloody hole. Fred strolls down with with a bag of ice for his gaping bloody hole. (laughs) Yes. He tells the girlies that daddy told him there's some guy who works there who got all sweaty and he's supposed to cool him down. (laughs) A big white sweaty dude a big white calls fred over and when fred walks over the guy just lifts his shirt up and instead of the grown adult man taking the ice pack into his own hands the 14 year old child puts the ice pack on his hairy stomach and then tells him oh yeah that's the stuff Rub it all around. Natalie, I can't believe, like, this is, this podcast is for kids. I can't believe you brought that dark-sidedness onto this show. I can't believe I wrote this fanfic, you know? Like, I, I wrote this. Don't lie about what's on iCarly. I would never lie. I would never. I actually, I wrote this whole thing. Like, we want to keep this podcast grounded, and you're over here making up lies for shock value, so we can go viral on TikTok again, like, making up lies. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would do it. I would make up lies to go on TikTok again to get this viral. Not, this I would. Did, this did not happen at iCarly, I promise you. It wouldn't happen. We definitely would not have a clip of this happening no, or anything. No. But if it did exist, I would say that this is what I would have needed 10 minutes ago when I took my pants off and decided to podcast in my <laughs> panties. 
<laughs> Where's that little boy with the ice? Oh, yeah. Rub it all yeah, around. That's the stuff. Oh, God, I am so fucking tired of this goddamn show. I am tired of every single person who has written, directed, created, executive produced, starred as an adult. Wait, hold on. Don't don't involve Jerry Trainer in this. Don't Jerry Trainer is innocent. Jerry Trainer Jerry, Mr. Trainer. Jerry, close your ears. You're innocent. Jerry, all right, all right. You weren't involved. You weren't involved. One gets a pass. Just everybody but Jerry. You know, all of you guys go. Go to Bimbo Penitentiary. You guys get the whole block. Every every last Wait, one of you. Wait, hold on. Can you can you hear that? What? Do the cops hear the Oh shit! Everybody, everybody, run! They're doing a bus. They're doing a Nickelodeon bus. They're busting us. You're all going to jail. They're busting us too. It's another cover operation. Like these girls weren't involved, but they're laughing a little too hard about it. They did say they sympathized last episode. <laughs> We've got Nickelodeon sympathizers in the chat. Oh shit! They said bag it. <laughs> Make them go. These gay women are homophobic. Lock them up. Lock, lock them up. up. <clears throat> Speaking of lesbians, back at the Shea apartment, Spencer is working on his bottle robot with Mrs. B and asks her to hand him a screwdriver. She's warning him how sharp screwdrivers can be and he's like I've used screwdrivers before. I think I'll be fine. But then the second he goes to grab one OW! He stops himself. Spencer starts freaking out because he's bleeding to death and Mrs. B runs to get her first aid kit to fix him up. She bandages the gaping wound and then he gets a visit from Dr. Sugar Free Wallypop. New nickname for my vagina. <laughs> Speaking of vagina, after Miss B gives Spencer the lollipop and he pops it in his mouth, Miss B goes, lick slower. And Spencer goes, sorry. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> Jerry Trader no longer gets a pass. We're definitely not doing American ambulances. <laughs> this is like Canadian or something. It's just funny that you said my vagina. And then I was like, actually. It is your coochie. It is the coochie. Jerry Trainer turns to the screen and goes, this Cersei. tastes just like Cersei McNaughton's cooter. <laughs> Car seat McNaughton's cooter. <laughs> 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 this tastes just like the interior of a Toyota Corolla. Miss Shorty and Miss Illiterate's cooter. <laughs> Little Miss Shorty. Cut the cameras. <laughs> no. Miss B scares Spencer and he drops a bottle that he was putting on the robot and a glass shattering sound plays. The bottles are plastic. <laughs> Why are they playing a glass shattering noise? The the they're plastic. They're too busy sexualizing minors <laughs> to focus on the realism of the special effects. They're fucking plastic. What do you mean? Uh uh. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> he just spit. He spit on your lollipop vagina. 
<laughs> That's what he did. I mean, he could spit on him if he wants to. Hey. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> hey. When Miss B runs over to get her first aid, Kit Spence is yelling, I don't think I should be left alone! <laughs> There's a hole in my hand! Mrs. Benson! Mrs. Benson! Mrs. Benson! Grown adult. For those who could not see, she did in fact use air quotes if it wasn't evident in her voice. Thank you, Miss Translator. At the Carly television set. Not the web show set. Not not to be confused with the web. Not don't, to be the confused. Don't ever let me catch you confusing the web show set with the television set. Not on this set. That's one way to get you one way ticket to be no penitentiary. You hear that? That's a sweet, sweet sound <laughs> of the Bino police. And you don't want to get in there, backseat. Do not confuse it with Bimbo Penitentiary. You are going to Bimbo. Those are two different places on the other side of town. <laughs> Sam is schmacking on some ribs, busting a nut over how <laughs> thick and rich the barbecue sauce is. Oh, yeah. Then to prove her point, she takes it, slaps it on Freddy's <laughs> face, and it just sticks to his cheek and floats there yeah she pulls it off just right goes there. back to eating like nothing just... happened freddie looks at carly and goes you get why this is wrong and carly just goes yes i take back what i said earlier i also laughed at this part <laughs> as you should i will say the plot of this episode deplorable the jokes i do be giggling it had like two jokes i would say three three if you count the it's lame daddy <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> it's lame, daddy. Neither of the it's lame daddies were delivered in any way close to what you just did. No, it was. Exact that was actually we just played that. That was a clip from the episode. No, we didn't. No, we More did. lies. More <laughs> lies from Natalie R. Colleen. Somebody get the wee-wee. She better go to Bimbo Penitentiary. Not Bimbo Penitentiary. Bimbo's for liars. Bimbo's for the pedophiles. <laughs> no, it's the other way. Bimbo. Bimbo's for the pen for the pedophiles. For the pedophiles. For the pedophiles. You fuck a pen, you're going to Bimbo Penitentiary. <laughs> the pedophiles. <laughs> Slovak daddy just wants to change one the more sing the show. Samantha? Yeah. Fired. <gasps> but don't worry. Carly isn't going to have to do the show alone. She'll have Amber Tate, the movie star, there to join her. <laughs> Amber Tate is played by Rachel G. Fox, who played Holly Reback in Melissa and Joey, Kayla Huntington in Desperate Housewives, and Buffy and That's So Raven. She also voiced one of the players in Backyard Baseball, but I couldn't find out which one, um, and I'm really sad about it because that was one of my favorite games growing up as a kid. All the backyard, like, sports? I... Uh, no, I uh, know. There's a little Pablo. Pablo, he, like, swung... Ugh. Whoa. He was my favorite player. I played him in soccer, in baseball, all of them. He was my favorite. He was a rock you star. You are... You are saying words that are in a language I understand, mm -hmm. but together... I'm a gamer girl, okay? You wouldn't get it. I'm a PC gamer girl. I'm a PC gamer girl. You play Counter-Strike? You got Steam? No, I play Backyard Baseball. What are you not hearing? When uh, <laughs> Daddy is explaining to the kids why he's trying to fire Sam, he goes, the execs found her uh, pushy and aggressive. 
And Fred defends his woman by saying, She is pushy and aggressive. That's her whole thing! Sorry, Miss Sam has a personality, Brad. They only... Is his name Brad? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought his name was Daddy. Oh, shit, his name is Daddy. (laughs) Who is Brad? Braddy. Braddy Daddy. Fratty Braddy Daddy. (laughs) FBD. (laughs) Instead of BDE, it's FBD. (laughs) Fucking big dick. <laughs> Carly Carly tries to quit because of all the changes, but she can't. Why? Daddy owns the name I Carly. Oh, he owns. And he owns the kids. <gasps> They're not going anywhere. Ooh. Sam and Freddie look wary, but Daddy just goes, This is gonna be great! Come on, get excited! <laughs> he hands them a script and Carly's like, Whoa, 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 wait! <laughs> Me and Sam write our own scripts. We're improv queens. And Daddy's like, you don't need to worry about that anymore. We hired professional comedy writers. We pan over to three of the schmuckiest looking nerds standing in the corner. Hey, uh, do you know where the ribs are? We heard there were ribs. Are there ribs? And these doofuses are played by none other, none other. than the Jake Faro. They are the Gradstein, and even worse, even worse, even worse, the Dickie Murphy, Dickie Pussy, ladies and gentlemen, the men who have ruined our lives. There they are. There they are. Who is who? I did not know who was who. So I had to look it up because none of these fucking schmucks have their pictures on any IMDb or anything because they know we'll get them they know they know they're going to bimbo penitentiary as soon as i know what they look like we're coming for them (laughs) they're eluding the bimbo feds they're the most wanted (laughs) bimbo Bimbo penitentiary's most most wanted (laughs) number one dicky pussy (laughs) number two jake farrow number three arthur gradstein number four dan schneider (laughs) number five steve hofer Mm. Damn. <laughs> but I found one thing. Then, one one thing, thing that said which one was which. So I cannot confirm if I am wrong. Please do not send me to Binbo Penitentiary. Only we have that power. No one else can send anyone. We are the wardens. Arthur Gradstein is the one in the middle, the shorter one. Dicky Pussy is the left lanky boy. Didn't see that coming. Jake Sparrow is the right one with the glasses. Honestly, I thought Dickie Pussy was the one on the right. I thought Dickie Pussy was a short one. Oh, I could see it. I could see it. But wait, you thought that was it? Oh, shit. Guess what? You forgot Steve Hofer is still on the set. Ah! He just saunters (laughs) by and is like, All right, I Carly rehearsing. Five, four, three. Hello, people who own television. My name is... I'm Amber Tate. (laughs) Carly. And I'm Zebo. This is iCarly, kinda. Now, to kick off the show, how about a little song from our friend Azebo? With a gun to his head, Harper in the Zebo costume starts singing. H U G G I N G. A hug from you is a hug from me. <laughs> no. Cut, Cut the, the cameras. cameras. Deadass. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Fuck you. Fuck your Porsche. I crashed it. I'm out. Mic drop. 
I gotta go write for fucking uh, Drake and shit. Drake's on the phone. <laughs> he just got a BBL. Drake's calling me. Freddie, traumatized from being vomited on four times, brings the little bitch's dog back. Kind of hot. And she snatches it away from him and is like, what did you do to him? And then flicks him on the forehead. <laughs> Carly steps in between them and goes, don't thump him. And the little girl goes, uh, don't even talk to me. Too late. I'm already talking to you. And since I am, what's with you chick celebrities carrying on your prissy little dogs? I've had chicken wings with more meat on it than that thing. Okay, misogyny. I didn't even want to write this one down because I was just like, I, oh, women, women do a thing. Literally okay. rolled my eyes as soon as that li- like whole line came out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know a man mm-hmm. wrote this. I know a man yeah. wrote this line because no woman would write this why, line. Why do you care if someone's dog doesn't have a lot of fat on them? What is with you chick celebrities carrying around your pussy little dogs? Okay, Steve. Okay, Steve. Like, what is up with you men looking like you just rolled out of a dumpster, smelling like ass every day? What is up with you men writers writing the same fucking three jokes and stealing every single joke that you have from every other TV show? Huh, Steve? What is up with you male writers writing the same three women <laughs> and then complaining that all women are the same, but oh wait, you, you wrote, wrote them, them, bitch! <laughs> Walk the plank, Jake Sparrow. Go into the sea. I just, I hated, I hated it. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah. It's like, like, it, just let women have whatever dog they fucking want. Just because a woman has a dog doesn't mean it's a prissy dog. I'm not gonna barbecue my chihuahua. I don't care if it doesn't have a lot of meat on it. You fucking freak. Well, I mean, I I will, I did want to say that, of course, they picked her to have one of those, like, white crusty dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could see that bitch having a white, crusty dog. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. call it, like, a prissy little chick celebrity dog, but I just, I was like, yeah, I could I, I could see her having a white, crusty dog. I could see that. Anyway, what was with everyone flicking people back then, too? Like, I remember that was a thing. Like, you just, like, flicked people to annoy them. I, honestly, historian moment right here, I think it was literally probably this episode, and it just became a phenomenon. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. I, see, I have no idea if things happen. It's <laughs> instead of BC and AD, it's BC but before Carly. <laughs> <laughs> and then what is AD after? After the de- de- end of iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carly. After the end. <laughs> Pump up the pants. Pump up the end of icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like I feel like there's no way to tell if it's like reflective of culture or influencing culture. You know, right? I don't remember which came first, Carly or, or the flick. flick. <laughs> a riddle in a hundred years. What came first, Carly or the flick? flick. <laughs> People are gonna have like the Halloween costumes. You know, they said the chicken and the egg, but it's Carly and a flick. <laughs> I I hooked up with a girl dressed up as an egg, and I can tell you that the chicken definitely came first. <laughs> you know those fucking tweets? Have you seen those before? I am on the right side of Twitter, apparently, because I've never fucking read that in my life. Well, that's the joke with the Halloween costume is I dressed up as a chick for Halloween, and I could tell you that the chick came before the egg. 
You know, I think that initially it was a cute little witty couple's costume. And then someone who really likes barstool sports was like, how do I make this about sucking and fucking? Us on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I am everything I hate. I never claim to be anything different. I live long enough to see me become the villain. (laughs) (laughs) You either die the flick or you live long enough to see yourself become Kali. (laughs) Which came first? (laughs) Daddy comes first in with a plunger and tells Fred Wardo, unclog my toilet. This this is the first point in time where my brain was like, doo-doo-doo-doo, child labor laws? Hello? Okay, girl, they had Fred put an ice pack on a sweaty grown man. <laughs> on a sweaty grown man's hairy stomach. And this? This is where you drew the line. Unclogging a toilet. Something that Fred could do in his own home. This is where you drew the line? It's... It's not the action. It's like the hour in the day where I'm like, okay, he's been here for a long ass time. Like, kids are only supposed to work like maybe four or five hours on a set. And I'm like, all right, first he had him making bagels and he's rubbing ice on a dude. Like, all questionable action. Then he had to clean the fish tank and now he's here. Yes. And so, uh, now it's like, okay, uh, clearly a lot of time has passed. And now you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, unclog my toilet. And now it's just like, all right, he's been here eight hours. This is breaking some law. (laughs) All right, you know what? This is enough. This is enough. (laughs) (laughs) Let the lad go home. He's tired. Let the man breathe. His feet are hurting from the platform shoes. This is his (laughs) first job. Yeah. He wasn't prepared for this. He was not. But even more scary Scary. than disobeying child labor laws, (gasps) Freddie grabs the plunger on the plunger side of the stick. With shit still on it. Yeah, it's like that's where the doo-doo goes, where the doo-doo water is. And he just confidently grabs it and then holds it close to his chest and then looks at Carly triumphantly and he goes, no, I won't. He puts his platform shoe down. (laughs) Daddy's like, Come on, you're my supervising producer. And Freddie goes, well, I ain't supervising what you produced in there. SNL <laughs> wants the recipe for what iCarly is serving. Lauren Michaels is like, who cooked this? It's delicious. Why doesn't our kitchen have the seasoning? How do we do this? This was so fucking funny. Okay. I ain't supervising what you produced in there. I... I may have started myself right there and there. You are what produced in there. <laughs> you produced that short in there that Freddie has to clean up. <laughs> I did actually. I clogged my friend's toilet over Halloween weekend, and that toilet has never been clogged. It's like one of those condo toilets that's like super, super powerful. And it's so powerful that they didn't even own a plunger. So we had to go and buy a plunger for my shit. And you're here, you're alive, you live to tell the tale. I would have I live, bitch. I would have locked myself in that bathroom. I would not. Oh, you you know me. I walked out, I was like, y'all, I just took the biggest shit. Hi, my name's Cersei and I clogged the toilet. (laughs) Hi, my name's Cersei and I clogged the toilet. But then and then my best friend's fiance walked in there. 
didn't do anything, just walked out. And then the next day at brunch, he was like, he was like yeah, oh, well, I ain't supervising what you produced in there. <laughs> Dash Joe. He was like, yeah, I walked in there, saw what was going on, and I just left. I was like, I can hold it. <laughs> and we literally say how our lives are parallel to this all the time. And here we are it's, again. It's, it's, the universe is mind melting. Us with Icar. Here we are again. You're shitting. Your friends. Here I am again <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> Clogging it up with my colon's excrement. Not even just short. Just my colon's excrement. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an English major. I got away with wood. <laughs> After Freddie quits, Carly screams, this isn't even iCarly anymore. Daddy is about to protest. And then, <gasps> epiphany. She's right. This isn't iCarly anymore. At the Shea apartment, Spencer and the gang are all sitting on the couch with popcorn, ready to watch the new iCarly show that mm, isn't iCarly anymore. They pop on the TV, and it's Z-Ball and Amber Tate having a conversation. Lame. It's lame, Daddy. It's lame, Daddy. It's lame, Daddy. This is the exact same scene as the opening scene. The TV show that TV Daddy put on in the beginning. The same set, the same conversation, just with Zebo and Amber Tate. Did you notice that? Yeah, I, yeah, that was the whole point. That was the whole joke. Okay. Well, when I was watching with Belinda, she didn't like notice it. So yeah, because Belinda's dumb. Okay. Period. Hold on. Let me say something nicer. Replay. Yeah, because Belinda's dumb. <laughs> I wasn't sure if yeah, that was the whole fucking point. I know that that was the whole point, but I wanted to point it out and be like, okay, like. And Belinda used to want to work for the FBI. She didn't even put that. No. Bestie Belinda, girly, open your damn, <laughs> open your eyes and your ears. Well, next time you might want to clean your ears out because that was the whole fucking point of the show. Yes, that was the whole point. But I thought that that was really funny. I thought it was creative because I saw it and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like that's yeah. funny because the whole episode they're trying to create something that's so relatable to kids, and then again he's just so out of touch with reality that he's just like oh, well, I just changed it. It's still funny when, no, there's nothing fucking there. And this shows exactly how TV execs literally have no creativity. They just put the same show in 300 different flavors and call it a day. Like, if you look, all... And even fucking Nickelodeon does it. Like, all of these shows are the same thing, same plot, just different characters, slightly different variations. Like, it's all the same. And it goes back to what we were saying, that we don't have a lot of, like, POC on TV, and we don't get a lot of their sides of the stories or anything, because it's just the same fucking show a million times. Yeah, what she said. But HBO, if you want to pick up a show <laughs> about a white girl living in Chicago being a bartender, hey, hit my line. I love the plug. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's sort of like, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think what I have to say is really important, but yay. Give me a show. It's kind of like this podcast. Are we doing anything important? No. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's important and necessary. And I think that we are changing people's lives one episode at a time. From the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. You know what? She has twice as many degrees as me, so I believe her. I do. Yeah. 
It's fact, because I said it. That's how facts work. You say it, and then it's real. That is exactly how facts work. It is. iCarly is back on the internet where no one can tell them what to do. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Pirate (laughs) iCarly. The girls open the show with a banger of a skit. Carly is going to spell punctuality while Sam breaks everyone's eardrums. Ah, The good old iCarly is back. The girlies then introduce their new bestie, Harper, who is going to be performing a song he wrote for the real iCarly. I love the, the real iCarly. The real. As opposed to the fake iCarly. At the real iCarly on Instagram. I'm kind of offended that you didn't say Cersei, close your eyes and spell punctuality. Cersei, close your eyes and spell punctuality. Well, I didn't say it because I didn't want you to ask me. I, I, I saw it written out not five <laughs> seconds ago. I still don't get it right. P... U N C T U Spell it out. Punctu A L I T Y. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! English degree, baby! <laughs> Whoa! Worth two science degrees. I feel like that one's an easier one to like like sound out. Punctual. Uh, T, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's spelled how it sounds. Could you use it in a sentence? I bet if we went back in time, you would have got it. You would have got it wrong. If we went back in time and I did that to you, you would have got it. Yeah, wrong. I I just think it's funny because um Sam screaming is you and me trying to spell <laughs> is Carly, or Carly trying to spell is me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Again, I it's us. So it's always been us. <laughs> When 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 Carly and Sam is just, just like, like, just me like and you, you and your bestie, Holy it's a shit. bestie. Life imitates art. Bad baby besties. Yeah, <laughs> my best friend. She know how to spell punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harper killed this performance. He was better than the plain white tees. <laughs> oh, I think anyone would have been better than the plain white tees. I think Jake on auto tuned was better than the plain white tees. Wow. Yeah. That's how strongly I feel. Wow, that's a statement. That is a very... That's how strongly I feel about how shitty their performance was. <laughs> and the fact that they, didn't, they yeah. didn't fucking sing Hey There, Delilah. That's how I feel. Well, they sang Our Time Now, right? I don't even remember because it wasn't Hey There, Delilah. I don't give a fuck. Finally, it's our time oh, yeah. now. <laughs> These are the times we'll remember. Taking the city sights together. Finally, it's our time now. I sound just like him. Yeah, actually... Wait, he was bad. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> In my pants. I'm named Cersei and I shoot myself. <laughs> also, I'm not sure where I heard this from or when I heard this or if it's even true. But I remember hearing a while ago that this was actually a test for Harper, Leon Thomas, to get his own show Because you know how Nick and Disney love a child actor who can sing and play instruments, all of that. But instead, they put him on Victorious, and he still didn't even get a show, like, his own show after that. Yeah, that actually, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like a lot of times you'll see, like, stars Mm -hmm. of other shows, like, in a random one-off episode, and that's their, like, audition Mm -hmm. to see if they, like, really, like, they really want to test if they, if the audience responds. Right, exactly. It makes sense, like, especially, I remember hearing it, and I was like, okay, and then that random piece of knowledge popped back in my brain when I was watching this. And then at the end, I was like, well, it really makes sense because this is why he got so much screen time. Like, he was on the screen so much. He got a solo at the end. Like, this was definitely a test to see how the audience reacted to him. 
And I'm kind of mad that he didn't get, like, more of a show. Like, he was great. It's funny because in Victorious, everyone else was super talented. And then Victoria Justice, <laughs> even her character, truly just had sparkly character syndrome. Oh, like Carly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, very plain, really nothing going on. But also, wait, Victoria Justice definitely had a test episode on iCarly. I fight Shelby mm-hmm. Marks. Was that before Victorious? I think or it was after. after. Um, like, I just, like, like Ariana Grande, truly, truly voice of our generation. Like, her vocals are unparalleled. Period. And she was supposed to be a side character to Victoria Justice, who, breaking news, she wasn't even the one in Vampire Diaries. Would have made her a little more impressive. Oh, no, wait. Actually, that episode was before? I thought it was after. Was it after? No, the episode was before. I, I know there was, there was a crossover episode. Yes. Hang on. I'm looking up the pilot. Hang on. This is what we're here for. We do research. We research our shit. Season one aired in 2011 of Victorious. Wow. 10 years after 9-11? That's <laughs> a little close to home. A little disrespectful. I lied. It, it aired in 2010. March 27, 2010. Eighth grade. What a time. Okay. Now I fight Shelby, Shelby Mars. I love how you knew the, the title already. <laughs> that was, you, you pulled that out so fast. August 8th, 2009. You were right. It was before. It was a Damn. test episode. I thought it was after. Because I thought you... Mm, maybe I'm just thinking of the crossover. All right, guys. Yeah, I was probably. wrong. Uh, wee woo, wee woo. Bimbo. Bimbo to penitentiary. Bimbo penitentiary. I'm on my way. Lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. I'm self, self-reporting self to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Cuff me. Yo, Natalie Collins, <laughs> sus. Sus as fuck. But yeah, what, what a talent. What a what talent. What a talent. Carly and Sam run up to give Harper a hug at the end of his performance, and the hug was so awkward. Genuinely, I hated it. No. I hated it. Didn't enjoy. Strange. Strange It was like a side hug, but like not even, like nobody moved. No, like. Nobody moved. I was undercover. I'm a double agent. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know who's talking, but you gotta believe it. I hated this episode so much. I hated it. There was nothing to it. Not a damn thing. It was so one note. And this is with all. It's with all of Jake Farley. All of them. There's never a subplot. Never a plot beat. It's always just like this one, this one issue. The subplot was Spencer breaking a glass, glass in air quotes, plastic fucking bottle. It was two scenes. It was two scenes. And him being a child and Mrs. Benson telling him to lick her pussy slower that was the subplot jake sparrow it was a porno it was a porno, <laughs> was a porno. but with other with jake sparrow's other episodes jack, Captain Captain jack, jack sparrow. sparrow they were they were all like these weird like issues that were blown yes. out of proportion and then resolved themselves yes. And it's like, you know what? We expect more from iCarly. Yeah, at this point, we're on episode fucking 23. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. You were the captain of the Black Pearl, (laughs) and this is, this is the best you could write. (laughs) The captain. The captain of the Black Pearl. The goddamn captain. this is the best you could come up with. I despise you. Disappointment. Walk the plank. Rolled up in a joint and fucking smoked. Smoked it. Smoked that disappointment joint. It's just, you know, episode three out of fucking Jack Sparrow's here and still three out of three disappointed. Hate it. Hate it. 
I hated it. We always hate it. All right, well, we're at the post credit scene, guys. Was it good? I hated it, too. All right. I hated it. Uh, it's a bullshit recycled scene of the girls yelling at us to go to iCarly.com to go see some wacky fun stuff. Wow, is it wacky? Is it fun? Uh, it's wacky and fun, I think. Um, but it's the same scene as episode 18. I promote Techfoots. I'm tired. We got a recycled scene last week, too. It's just... How about a little effort? Y'all are talking shit about TV execs not being creative. And, uh... What's this I smell? A little hypocrisy, guys. It reeks. It reeks of hypocrisy. Uh, That's the episode. So take it away with the pod babe of the week, Cersei. This week's pod babe of the week is is one Miss Rachel McDonald. Not McDonald. McDonald. (laughs) She is Rachel J. McDonald on Instagram. She also commented on our TikTok. But... We are making Little Miss Rachel Pod Babe of the Week because she <laughs> submitted a fun, submitted a fun little, little thing. story that we fun will be story. including in our um, season one episode recap. recap that will be airing after we finish all of the season one episodes. Um, a bunch of fans have been reaching out to us on TikTok and sharing their personal stories that they've had with the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fun. This one is it really is funny. Fun. Um, Got some yeah. good ones. Got some good ones. Can't wait to record that. We're going to be taking a look back at all of the episodes. We're going to be uh, tracking every single conspiracy that we've come up with. <laughs> oh, God. That's a lot. <laughs> Which has been really fun for me. I've been logging it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but it's not time yet. See you in two weeks. When we rewatch. I want to date. We hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to head to iRewatchiCarly.com to check out cool behind the scenes like what we're drinking, how much we're drinking, our notes, and cool behind the scenes footage. Also, follow us on social media at iRewatchiCarly on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Cersei. You can find me on Twitter at TequilaThought, on Instagram at Cersei.mp3, and on TikTok at fuckass, F-U-K-K-A-Z-Z. And I'm Natalie. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie R. Collins and on TikTok at The Real Catalie, spelled C-A-T-A-L-I-E. Disclaimer, all views discussed in this podcast are opinions for the purpose of comedy, which includes but is not limited to satire, parody, and critique, and are not meant to represent fact of any of the individuals or involved parties discussed.